but to give a big yashaka to Chal and to David we were welcomed here in the past and it should be more simcha, more nachas and everything with mazel and bracha we should just be zarechet to share simchas together on page Pei Hei page Pei Hei Bilvavi Mishkan Evna applying we're learning how to apply our amuna, the amuna that we've been working on, learning about how to apply it to one of the most common, most um, upsetting issues in our lives, which is chaos, anger, chaos, which is a struggle that that almost everybody is in. There are some people that are zaychet to be born, that it's, it's easier in such a way where it's easier for them. But the topic here is talking about two types of kas. One is a kas, one is an anger against circumstances in life. You get a flat tire, uh, you know, the, the road that you had to get on to get to, to work on time is, is closed and so on. Where, where there's an anger and there's obviously nobody that's responsible, nobody that can be blamed. So, of course, the one that you're angry with is Akash Baruch. Because Hashem Baruch is the one who is, who is behind the scenes, who is the creator, and every single thing and every single second is, is His. That's one type of chaos. The other kind of chaos which we're going to talk about in a few minutes is a chaos when it comes to people who, who do things that are upsetting. When we're hurt, we're insulted, we're disappointed, and so on. So we're on the bottom of page Pehei, Ais Kufyud Gimel. Kashachai Ha'odam Heimistamius. The problem is like this. When a person lives in the way of Stamius, Stamius means. Stam. Everybody knows what Stam means. Stam. In other words, without this. Without this cheshman that we've been learning. Stam. A person that believes in Hashem. A person that believes in Hashem in, in a way that's, that's not from moment to moment and not that it's on his mind, in his thoughts. But Stam is. And he doesn't think about, he doesn't remember, he doesn't think about, and he certainly doesn't feel deeply in his heart what then so the next page he's not he's not the kind of person that's always thinking about when he gets into the car what we've been learning to think about how I, I, I can't get anywhere and I can't this car would not be able to move if not for the Ratzon Hashem he's not the kind of person that thinks about these things he just gets in the car it's not something he thinks about or feels He's not a person who has worked on himself to have this feeling. How every single step that he takes in life, it's only with Hashem. He doesn't have that way. Then such a person, even though of course he believes in God, and he's he's a a person that observes mitzvahs, but even though he's observant and even though he believes in God, if he has some sort of a problem along the way, such as a flat tire or a car accident or something like that, 
For this person, it's going to be very, very hard to all of a sudden start thinking about God. That's the problem that we have. Because we're not thinking about God all the time. We're not thinking about the Barishalm in our lives every single minute. We don't live with Him in that way. When would we like to have that way of thinking? When something doesn't go right. right? So all of us are struggling then. How am I supposed to talk into myself that I really, you know, that I really uh, wasn't supposed to get to that meeting? Or, uh, uh, and that it's, you know, and that it's for my best, and that Hashem was the one who prevented me from getting there, and I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't uh, uh, scream and yell and cry and and try to uh, and try to ruin and destroy anybody that was in the path of my success and so on. So then, when we feel that we're already angry, we're already upset, then then if we have that, we we have that little bit of us, We try to say, okay, please. Help me try to feel that this is only you, Hashem. The problem is that it doesn't, it often doesn't work. Maybe for little things. But for big things, it, it, it's hard for it to work. Why? Because when your whole life, he's explaining, when your whole life is led, Bistamius, you don't live with the Bayesham in your mind and in your heart. Like we've been learning about the last few weeks. It's not like when you go shopping, you go into the store, when you go into the car, when you, when you, when you come home, when you do everything, it's with Hashem, and that chush, that Hashem is only, it's only because of Hashem, it's only with Hashem. So what we like to do is, that when we really feel like we're going to lose our minds, then we try to summon God. Then we try to muster up some faith. That's hard. It's, it's hard to do because that's not, who, that's not how we're living, that's not how we really are. And we haven't conditioned ourselves and and it's and even though we desperately would like to control our temper and we know all the right things to say and in our minds we try to start saying those things we try to start saying that uh, why am I getting angry I know that this is from Hashem so it must be that it's good for me and so on but if if Stam your whole life is being led the Stamius as a non-thinking non-feeling officially observant believing Jew so then, when it comes to a crisis, it's very hard to all of a sudden become a big mammon. So then you're just left as a officially orthodox person. Just like you were officially orthodox when you were doing Averis, and you were officially orthodox when you were talking in shul, officially orthodox when you spoke Lashon or you're officially orthodox when you wore the inappropriate clothing. You're now officially orthodox when you can't summon God into your life. You're officially orthodox. The problem is you don't have a kesher with Hashem. You don't have a relationship with him. So now you would like to have a relationship, right? Because now I feel like I'm losing my mind. I feel like I'm falling apart. And and I really could use God. And then people are screaming, Where are you, God, when I need you? Where are you? Well, you you only need him like once every six months, maybe. And even then and even then, you know, uh, and even then it's not like it's so heartfelt and so on. But when a person lives with a Bangshalom every minute, so then even when it's a crisis, God forbid. So the Baruch Shalom is, is with him. Because, the, he, because he has this ongoing relationship. That's his, that's his lifestyle, is with the Baruch Shalom. Therefore, when, something, when there's a curve that's thrown at him, he misses his train, or he misses his exit, or whatever, the shidduch didn't work out, or this thing happened, or that happened, or the business fell apart, or, you know, or... Or my kid wasn't allowed into this camp even though I registered before the other person. All of that stuff. So when a person is in an ongoing, continuous, intense relationship with Hashem is broken in that world of Amuna, 
so then that doesn't throw him off. But when your whole life is me, I determine everything, and the only time that you call upon God is when you're not able to do it. So then it's very, very unlikely that it's going to help you that much. It's very unlikely. Because all of a sudden you have a shakas to the virgin, another shakas, you're desperate, you already tried calling different people to help you out to get your kid into the camp, it didn't work out. You tried, you thought you're such a big knacker, and they didn't listen to you, and they don't care what you have to say. You called some rich uncle that knows the owner of the camp, that didn't help. So then all of a sudden you're saying, Rabbi Shalom, where are you, where are you? It's not much. It doesn't mean much. And and and, if it, and 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 then even then we have such a chutzpah that we get all upset and angry that where was God when I needed Him and so on. When you needed Him, you needed Him every single second of your life. In the moment that you got up, you never had anything to do with Him. You never spoke to Him. You never had a shaykes to Him. Where was He when I needed Him? What do you think? Every second of your life that you're breathing, that you have anything bechlal, you're talking about getting your kid to the camp. That you bechlal have a child. There are many people that can't have children all alone. What do you think? And then your child is able to be healthy enough to go to a camp. What about children that are that, that they can't even go to a camp because they're not well? So now where are you when I needed you? The chutzpah is, is unbelievable. But that's how we live. Because, stop. Because we're not living with the Barishlov. We just call him when we think we need him because we can't figure out any other way. So we call him. So that's a problem. That's what he says. Kosha ma'od pis'om. It's very hard suddenly you would like not to lose your temper right now but it's very hard like on the spot something doesn't go your way it's very hard all of a sudden to to, to put all of Bilvavi Mishkan into that moment when you've never once practiced or tried or lived with it and all of a sudden you say yeah yeah I remember this year let me try now to you know let me try now to be Matzliach not to get angry it's very hard it's very hard all of a sudden to start thinking about Hashem since when do you think about Hashem? you're not a person that thinks about Hashem it's not, it's, it's not your way it's very hard to all of a sudden I mean officially you, of course you'll say that I know that this is Hashem but that doesn't prevent you necessarily from getting angry or getting depressed and so on because you're not living with that it's not really, it's, it's not really you it's sort of out of character and you just don't know what to say like people will say, well, I guess it's Bashet. That's not really what they want to say. They want to say, I want it to be the way that I want it to be, and the way I planned it to be, and the way I expect it to be, and the way it's supposed to be. And if, if, if all of that didn't work out, so in order to not to look like you're a total loser, you say, I guess it's Bashet. It must be it's Bashet. Because otherwise, you know, how could it not have come out the way I want it? Because there's nobody in the universe that could defeat me except God. Is that what it means? So it must be Bashet. It must be Bashet. And when you got up, when you got up this morning, it wasn't Beshet. And when you were Matzlich in something, it wasn't Beshet, then it was you. So, so the problem is, all of a sudden, now, all of a sudden, you want to remember that the Baruch Shalom is in charge of everything. But that's not how you think, Stam. That's not how you live. What, and before you had the flat tire? When you got in the car. So, so when you got in the car and that you're able to drive a car and that nothing, thank God, happened to you on your block or in front of your house. That wasn't Hashem. In your mind, that was you. So now all of a sudden, when does it become Hashem? When there's something that's not going well. That's pretty horrible. You must feel terrible about that. Right? Kiv
that wasn't the center of his way of thinking when he got to the car and we started to go that wasn't what he was thinking about so then the, the anger is the anger of course is the anger is being fueled the anger is being supported by this by this lack of connection that he has to Hashem this, this lack of a relationship that he has However, if you're not that kind of a person, but you're the kind of a person who is always living with Hashem, and your thoughts are constantly upon Him, and you always are aware of His presence and thinking about how He's with me and He's helping me, not just when there's something I can't do or there's something where I have a problem, but you're the kind of person, like we've been learning about that, you get up, you go shopping, you go driving, everything's in the Kaddish Baruch so then he says when you're a person who lives constantly in this way that everything is Hashem and everything is, is with his constant constant involvement then even when it didn't work out with the car and you got a flat tire so he was with you when, when the car was driving so now when the car gets a flat tire he's also with you, you know, and you don't get crazy but if he's only with you when you get flat tires, or if you only need him, rather, when you get a flat tire, it's going to be very hard to conjure up much faith, to summon up much faith, all of a sudden, on call. It doesn't work like that. This is pretty much the story of our lives, right here. Ah, the person who lives with the Baruch every second, that person who lives with Hashem, so the same person when he got into the car and everything was fine, it was with HaKadosh Baruch who was being there and helping him and giving him that ability. So too, when the car gets stuck, but there's a problem, so then Hashem is sitting right next to him just like he was before. And therefore, it's not that you start screaming and yelling at, at you know, Mr. Goodyear or whatever company you buy your tires from, that you're a Russia, you're not the Sinit, how could you do this to me? That how could you cause me such aggravation? Don't you know that I had to get to the carpool on time? Don't you know that I had to get to work on time? And you made a tire that would be so vulnerable and this tire would be hurt by and punctured by any, any nail on the street. You should be sued. If I, if I survive this flat tire, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to destroy your company. And you're, you know, and you start banging on the other on on and getting angry and so on. So you person a person of course knows that the Bajalam is the one who is preventing your car from moving. It's not it's not because of this tire or that tire, it's not because of the a muzzle. I was going to go on the other street where there wasn't an ale. What a bad muzzle I went on this road. That's not it. Rafnata Rak, who's Eshamanebidarko? There's nothing else that caused me to stop driving. Only Hashem. But if He's not the one that, that caused you to drive and helped you to drive, then to make Him the one that stopped you from driving seems very odd. Like, what did you all of a sudden get in that car? Like, what, what, are you, what are you doing here all of a sudden? I was the one that started driving by myself. And now when the car gets stuck, all of a sudden the Rabbi Shalom is in my car. When did I pick you up along the way? I never picked you up. So it's a problem. 
So, but if a person has the version in the car every second with him, and, and the version is one that's, that turns the key and starts the engine, and the car's going off in the version, so then the version also, and he turns off the key, and he's finished. You're not going anywhere. We're done with this trip. The trip is finished. We're not going anywhere. You could take public transportation, but this car's not going anywhere. Then, so then you don't, then, then you sit beside that instead. The same one who turned on the car turned off the car. But if you think that you turned on the car, then you get very angry. Then what, what's going on? Who turned it off? Who turned it off? And he said, okay, 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 okay. It must be God. It must be God. It must be God. But then the problem is that why would he all of a sudden turn off the car? And he started having all these big theological problems. Like, why is God bad to nice people like me? He's always turning off my car. What do you mean? He's always turning on your car. That it didn't go... That, that, he, he turns on your car much more than he turns it off. Or else you'd be, you'd be crazy to own a car. If most of the time the car didn't go, then why do you have one? So it must be that most of the time, that most of the time the car does go, right? So has the car go? No, that's me. I make the car go. And then it's such a not nice thing because in the version, the one time the car doesn't go, like in six months, I can't believe it. The version, how could you do this to me? You don't have to get to this meeting. You don't have to pick up my kid. How could you do this to me? So you know, I mean, every single time you go in the car, thousands of times, I turn on the car. And now I'm helping you. I'm helping you because I love you. There's some type something very important and good that I need to do for you that you don't understand and it's much much bigger than this Indian that you, th- that you thought you have to do and I, one time I turned off the car in, in, in a year or two years I turned off the car and now you ask where am I and how could it be but this is this is a person that's living the stem without, without the version so all of a sudden the version comes into the picture and then you ask yourself so help me that I should accept this and again, but it's very hard it's very hard if all of a sudden you got into the car. Just when it's a bad day in the car. But Stamma, everything where you're going, everywhere, and every step that you take in life, and everything that you do with the Bani Shalom is mamish every single second. That you don't think of that. But I asked of Yodin, Shad Sirius on the obvious Barashimai. But a person who lives in the Bani Shalom, he's able to remember very easily. It's not, he doesn't have to work on it and try to concentrate and focus it's very obvious to him that the same one who started the car has stopped the car the same I appreciate all the times that you started the car and now that you've stopped it it must be that there's a very good reason and as we'll see it's because you love me and there's something very harsh that you're doing so that you want me to either learn right now for my own me this how to grow or that you didn't want me to go someplace or you didn't want me to at a certain time to be in a certain place because of a certain tikkun that had to be in a different way whatever it is but you're the one that stopped the car but that, that's not going to work unless you believe that God's the one that starts the car but that requires this program of Amunda that we're talking about and he says Amai says Kufi Yudalit Amai says this whole story that we're just learning now this whole thing is Kemat it's almost spelled out clearly in Chumash of course, it's not talking about a car, but it's talking about another means of transportation, which is ba'asam, a donkey. And of course, the story that I'm sure that many of you are thinking about is the story of Bilam HaRosha. Bilam Halach Laladarka. Bilam, as you all know, the, the prophet of the Gentiles, that prophet who was hired to curse our people, and Hashem changed the curse into a blessing. So as you remember, Bilam is Halaf Lala Darko. 
Bilam is, is riding his donkey. And the, and the behemoth, the animal, refuses to go on, right? Comes, it's not going. It's not going. So the, the, it's like the, the equivalent of modern times of the Cardine, right? But the behemoth is, the behemoth is not going. Bilam and Bilam as you call what happened he got very angry and he starts to he starts to, 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 to beat the animal he gets very angry because he he's upset that the animal the animal is stopping me from going ahead the animal is preventing me from going but of course that's not at all what's going on the animal didn't all of a sudden decide like I've had it I'm not, I'm not taking him over here you know I, 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 I retire I quit or something the behemoth didn't the behemoth didn't make that, that decision so why couldn't the behemoth move forward Hashem sent the malach as you remember there was an angel who was blocking its path and the animal stopped and was frightened and so on so the behemoth is not moving. Bilam is screaming and yang and angry and kicking the animal because he's upset. What kind of animal they get? You know, what kind of a behemoth is this? Just like a person is screaming and yelling and kicking. What kind of a car did I get? How did they mess me up? And what's going on? How come I, how come the, you know, my husband took the good car, left him to this car, and how vicious is this and all that stuff. So these are the, this is the, this, this is in Chumash, this is the story of Bilam. It's a malach. The whole reason that the animal stopped and it refused to continue is directly the cause of Hashem. It's not different with the car. So the reason that the reason that the animal wasn't moving was because Hashem intervened. Hashem didn't want the animal to go. Aye, but Bilam, Bilam wasn't living with him on him. Bilam wasn't living with that, even though he was a person that was zeich to have nevuah. That's a very, very big subject in Torah, which we're not going to get into now. What does that mean, and why is that? How is it? But Bilam didn't live in this way that we're learning. So what happened is, Ulam Bilam Bilam, of course, wasn't thinking this way. Al Nihu Kares, who's he angry? Who's he angry with? Allah Asim. He's angry with the animal. He's angry with this animal. I remember once, I might have mentioned you, I remember as a, as a kid, my father simply couldn't understand my, my, my revering baseball players and basketball players and all that. As, as, like all my friends, that's how we grew up, that you know, we wanted to hang up their pictures. And, we, and my father, you know, he didn't stop me or anything like that, but he, he just, he, he used to tell me, these, like, it was hard for him to, be, to understand, like, what, what did I seeing these people and if you like to play so my father said go play what do you have to uh, what do you get so wrapped up in there reading books and stories and, and he used to, my father used to say to me that these are all you know these are all criminals and dangerous people and whatever 
So I remember one time there was a certain player that I really, really loved very much, and and this and the team, <coughs> and the team, the Yankees were going to, were going to be in the World Series. It looked like very clear that they were going to be in the World Series, and this was one of the most hush of players on the team. He right before the World Series, he was in a game, and he and he struck out, and he was very angry. And when he went, when he walked into the dugout, you know what I'm talking about. You know these words. <laughs> so when he, I know, I don't know. What you're so when he, when he he struck out and he walked into the dugout, he he took his fist and he slammed it into the into the concrete wall with all of his strength. And then he was out. He couldn't play in the World Series. He broke. He fractured this and broke everything. And 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 I remember my father. You know, uh, and my father was. You know, my father and I were talking about this. The father said, so what happened to Yitzhadik? What happened to <laughs> So I said, what happened? So my, my father said, no. I, I said, do you understand what that means? Do you understand what that means? That a person, his whole mitzvah is to, is to play in the World Series. And it's the whole goal of every stupid little throw that he made with a bully. That's his whole mitzvah. is just to get to that game, which is the World Series. And he was angry at what? That he missed the bully one time. And he went and he pounded his fist into a concrete wall, and now he's now he's st- sitting in the dugout with a with a cast watching them play the World Series. He asked what this is, and my father said to me, "You think you think this could happen to to a person about seichel about nefesh that a person would have such a thing that to lose one's control?" My father said, "This is these are the people that you admire. These are the people that you venerate. Who what? They're bechlal not in control of themselves." Not in control, and and Billum is Billum is kicking and screaming and yelling. What? So this this ball player is is hitting a wall. He's yelling because he missed the ball. So what? But that's that's what happens. So he says. So who's he angry at? So he says. He's angry at the donkey because his skill the heaven she's many as Oh, but then when the bunch will open Billum's eyes, you remember. It's not Bilam sees, oh boy, there's a Malachal over there. He sees the Malach, right? He sees the angel. So he says, oh, there's a Malach here. It means it's from Hashem. Then he understands what's on my animal. He's been good to me all these years, right? So what am I doing to the animal? It's not the name. This happens to us all the time. Except we don't see the Malach afterwards also. But maybe when we calm down a little bit, we could strengthen ourselves to believe that there's a Malach that was in the way. But be angry and carrying on. Forget about hitting a forget about hitting a behemoth, kicking behemoth. That's bad enough. What about yelling at a kid? What about yelling at your own flesh and blood? Yelling at someone who who, who you love? I'm not even talking about people got to hit and whatever. <coughs> there are people like that too. So not talking about a behemoth. You're talking about a child. Well, what you, you like they say, I lost it. I lost it. Because the child didn't, the child didn't function like you wanted. The child was supposed to do something like this, and the child didn't do it. So why the car? The car was supposed to go, and the car didn't go. The kid was supposed to go, the kid doesn't go. The kid was supposed to behave nice, and instead the kid makes a whole scene in the store and throws himself on the floor, kicking and yelling, "I want this toy, I want this toy." And then sometimes you could be someplace to see somebody grab the kid, like like like, like a sack of potatoes, and pull him and yell at him in public, and be mavayish, and maybe what goes on privately. But even a public, a parent, you see, I've seen from people. 
that, that I, I, I've had situations where I wanted to manage to, to go and to save the kid. I know what to do from his own parents. But if you do that, then that parent that, that, that wouldn't make it any better for the child. He sees such things. So what? So the child is the one that got you upset. Because the child is the one that got you angry. And you'll even say such things. You make me so angry. Oh, this kid makes me angry. This kid makes you angry. But this is this is what happens when you're not living with the moon. So by Bill moves his donkey. And by and, and what's better, or what's worse, it's your own child. The child made you angry. Every single thing that that child refused to leave the store, that child's carrying on. Everything is better go her purpose. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't talk to the child about how to behave. Of course, you have to talk to the child about <coughs> to talk to the child about it, to talk with cycle, to talk in a nice way, to try to help the kid, to teach the kid. And sometimes the kid needs a pass. That's also okay, but not 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 angry. But sometimes you have to give a little patch. But not gotcha, don't you angry? Really, you could hurt a child. You're not allowed to do such a thing. Sometimes a child needs a patch. I mean, uh, very, 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 very rare is there such a need. But could be a little bit of a patch. But the right time, in the right way, in the right place. Not chasson to grab, but to lose control and to be angry and to smack and so. See, that's what you say. She says, "Ilu, Yaskil, five lines up. Ilu Yaskil, Kain Hadam, Chal Drach. If a person would always think this way, Yavin Shein Luchai, Sal Chafat Samagashim, he would, he would realize that there's no point in getting angry at, at things, at cars or donkeys or, you know, at whatever it might be. That uh, the, there's no point." Every single thing is Hashem. If you're angry, you're not angry at the car, you're angry at the Vernishlam. Yaskil, you should therefore remember, think about this. Shim Kayes, if you're angry, Kayes Chasashon Kivyochal the one that you're angry at is really God, not the car. Because God the one God's the one that turned off the car. Not not the battery and not the engine, God turned off the car. So you're screaming and yelling at who? Certainly, a religious person wouldn't want to wouldn't want to be that way. Wouldn't want to be that way. Yaskel hadam v'yavin shekol asoka b'chaim ena ella imakbari elam b'vad. A person thinks and remembers that everything that he does in life, it's only with a bunchlon. A person who lives that way that we've been learning about. And therefore, he's always facing Hashem. He always is looking towards Hashem. That's his. That's his buddy. That's his traveling partner. That's his. That, that's the one who he's with all the time. And he remembers always. Page Pezayin. With whom am I involved every moment of my life? And therefore, he doesn't pay any attention to all these secondary things that the car and the other things that that doesn't make him crazy. All he thinks about is the one who's behind everything that happens, who's truly responsible and behind everything. 
master the world himself. When a person thinks about this, and he thinks about it strongly, he draws it into his heart. That every single thing that happens in life is mamish. It's mamish He has to think. He has to look into this more deeply. So now that you've already, now that you're able to remember that the one who stopped my car is not the road, it's not the nail, it's not a tire, it's Hashem. So now you have to stop and think deeply. But why did Hashem stop my car? Okay, it's not the it's not the tire, it's him, Hashem. The one who started my car stopped my car. So why did he stop my car? Did he stop my car because he loves me, or did he stop my car because he hates me? Now, with a person, if someone would stop your car, you think it's the guy hates me. I'm trying to get to work, and he stops my car. Well, Hashem, he says, Baruch Hadavar is the essence of all that we believe in. Baruch Hadavar, Shachadosh Baruch Oyevus Adam Ma'ayd Ma'ayd. It's clear and obvious that the Baruch Shalom loves. That's the essence of our belief, is that the Baruch Shalom loves in, in an infinite way each and every one of us. A love that is beyond any love that we could ever, ever feel for anything or anybody. It's an ahab, it's a love that only that one God is capable of, infinite. That's how he loves each and every one of us. So once the person has clarified in his mind and in his heart, that this this action is from Hashem, my car stopped, that's from Hashem. And the reason that Hashem did this is because of His infinite love for me. Because that's all He has, is only love. In Cain, so then it's obvious, that this act which comes from God's love and even if you want to say that he's punishing me, let's say you have that morbid way of uh, looking at yourself and looking at God in Yiddishkeit, you know, you were, you were raised on that poison. So even if, even if your thing is that everything that happens to me, God has punished me. No, no. So that's also, that's also Ahav. That's also the Baruch Shalom. He, he loves you and he's fixing you. Right? He loves you. And he's, and he's, uh, he's taking care of you. It just is not fun. But he's taking care of you. But it's all me ahava. Means that if my car stopped and he loves me in an infinite way, means that the reason that he stopped my car is good. There's a good reason. Anybody who has a loving parent and, and, and trusts that parent with all of his heart and soul would never ever have a silent. If your father if your father came running out and, and got in the way and told you to stop the car, he doesn't want you going now. That you know, you know that he has a cheshman, that he's worried. There's something he heard about. That he heard, God forbid, that there's some problem up ahead, there's something dangerous, or whatever it might be. There wouldn't be a shayla. Why did my father stop the car? My father stopped the car because he loves me. 
Not my father stopped going, and he's standing there and he's saying, ha ha ha, I just wanted to get back at you because, you know, uh, I, had a, I had a time against you and I wanted to make your life miserable. We're talking about, we're talking about a, a father who loves you. And in that situation, with a, lo- with a loving parent, a loving father, a loving mother, it's not a shyler. It's not a shyler. That, that the reason that the reason that my the reason that my mother or that my father is stopping me from going, that my car can't go right now, the reason is because of love. I wanted to get someplace, but my father is stopping me from getting there. I don't know why, but it's because he loves me. And therefore it's only good for me. Of course the difference is that a human parent is capable of making a mistake. So you know, there might be nothing to worry about, and, and there, there might be no problem getting in the car that day, but your father or your mother, they have a chesh in the word about something, but Hashem doesn't make a mistake. So it's totally, A, from love, and it's totally good for you. It's completely good for you. It's not a shayla. It's enel amaisa hatav It's completely, it's completely hatav, it's completely taif, it's completely good. Even if you don't see how is this good, it's not you don't recognize how this is good. The it's not revealed to you. You don't see how it's good. Kate said, "Maisezehu How is this maise? You don't see what is this? Why is this good for me? I'm supposed to get to work so that I can make this money, so I can pay the tuition in yeshiva. How could it be good that now I can't? Get, I'm going to be late to work, and I'm going to get the boss is going to be angry. I'm not going to have my job. I'm not going to pay tuition. You know." So how could it be good? So okay, they don't understand the chlal. But A, the Baruch loves you, loves you, it's not a shayla, and B, that he knows what's good for you. You don't see that. Kate said, my sister, you don't see, how is this good for me? The Kate said, nigla ha'ahava, shemini'a, esana, said, my sister, and you don't see it. You don't see Hashem's love in, 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 his, in that car stopping. In the car not starting with the car getting a flat tire. You don't see Hashem's love there. You don't see Hashem's love. And since you're not living with Hashem all of the time, you're not living with feeling His presence all the time and feeling His love all of the time and being connected to Him all of the time, so then you get very angry. This is a person has to, to, to believe and to, and, to, and to strengthen in his mind that this is only out of love and it's only letayv it's only for my good the Lord who is believed by to feel it mamish in his heart that this maise is coming this maise is coming from the depths of Hashem's love for him the chalkulay shal maise is when you read the writings of the of the Eishkaitis of the Pizetzna in, in the Seyfesh Kodesh, and those remarkable terrors that he was giving over in the Warsaw Ghetto as it was being destroyed in that whole time of his life, and, 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 how, and how, he saw, how he saw Hashem and Hashem's love. We're not talking about flat tires, we're talking about crushed lives and destroyed, a destroyed world. And how the tzaddik, you, you read it in English, you can read it, how, how the tzaddik taught and how the tzaddik was mechazik himself and the people during that time it's only from the depths of the Baruch love 
to believe in that. That it's impossible to see such a thing. How could, how could it be? How could this be? How could this be from Ahava? In every single respect, this ma'ase, this thing that I'm going through, is only lahitivim. It's only for my good. You know, how is this good? What could possibly be good about this? When a person when a person knows this and it's clear he feels this that every single thing that happens to him is only from Hashem and it's only because of Hashem's love and it's for your it's for your best interests so then there's no reason to get angry then there's no anger you could try a million self-help programs but that's basically what it boils down to if you have this belief then anger is not an issue if you don't have this belief then you could try all the different techniques and might help a little bit but only until something really really is bad really, until something is really upsetting so it could help you but when a person lives with this amunah then there's no, no, nothing for kaz for him where does Kaas come from? This is Kaas when a person is somebody somebody hurts you or insults you or somebody is seeking to hurt you. Next page. In Kol Kulo but if you believe page Peches but if you believe that every single Every single thing that happens to you, every part of this mice is complete hatava, it's completely for your good. Vain bamokim le and there's no place for ra at all. So, in other words, there's nothing bad in this at all. And what motivated this thing to take place, what caused it to happen, is is because of the depth of Hashem's love for you. Then what, what place is there for anger? Why would you be angry? Nesakim imkain esadvarim. Let's summarize. Hashlav harish in the first stage. Shaldim tzarich leidav elochus. A person has no one to feel. Shiraka kadosh bochu poyel kol pulu. That only Hashem can cause causes everything to happen. That's Aleph. Hashlav hasheni beis. Shaldim tzarich leidav elochus. To no one to feel. Shikadosh bochu oyev oisar adlam oid. The Bnei loves you. Adlam oid. Loves you in an infinite way. That's base. Hashlava Shlishi, Gimel. Shadam Sarah Lady Velochish, a person has to know and to feel. That only Hashem knows what is truly for your good. What is truly good for you? What's the best thing for you? If Hashem brought you to this situation where you have this, where the car got stuck, God forbid, something much worse than that, somebody dying or something, God forbid. Then it must be that, that according to Hashem's infinite, infinite wisdom, Hashem knows that this is the way, that this is what's good for this person right now, for this person, specifically this person, at this moment in his life. That's what he needs. Sometimes the Yetzirah tricks a person. And the Yetzirah gives us these kind of thoughts. What kind of thoughts? 
person says like this I know, I know that everything happens it's, uh, it's for my best why can't Hashem do something good for me in a way that I like I mean I know that Hashem is doing everything for the best but I would really prefer that He did it for the best in the best way that I could understand in other words why do we have to do what's best for me in a bad way He does what's best for a lot of people in a nice way so let Him do what's best for me also in a nice way why does it have to be best for me in a bad way? That's what it means in the davening. As that we should be able to say that this is good. It should be good. Everything that Hashem does is for the best. We believe everything you do is for the best. But let it be so good in such a clear way that I can say that it's good. I can tell my friends, oh, something good happened to me. <laughs> Not that I should have to show up to my friends and say, oh, something horrible happened to me. But, oh, Hashem, it's good. <laughs> I'd much rather say something good happened to me, right? But so, so that's what a person says. Everything that Hashem does is for the good. See, HR comes with this thought. Everything Hashem does is for the best. However, why, why couldn't Hashem do for me in a good way? Which is best to me, but to do it a nice way. Madua, Akash Borchalamati, you mitsu hairs. The Sushagamani era, Baina Hagashmi, is just a type. Why can Hashem do for me? Why can He do something to help me in a way that I would see with my physical eyes? It's good. It should be a nice thing. Then I'll, then I'll thank Him and be all appreciative and so on. I'll be a better boy, a better girl. What, what, do, you, what do you have to do it in such a funny way, a bad way, to get me upset and cause aggravation and so on? <laughs> So the Yetzirah comes like that. Therefore, a person has to believe and to think about, to feel. The Barisham considered all of his options. The Barisham went through this entire Cheshvan. But a million, a million billion more options than you could ever dream of. Hashem had all of those thoughts in mind. All of those Cheshvanes, Hashem had in mind. And after considering all of his options, in his infinite wisdom, he established, he decided, that this is the only, only way right now that this good can happen for the person. Is in the garment, in the, in the uh, disguise of something bad. Zehu. Hashem went through all of those cheshbainas. And Hashem loves each and every one of us in this cool light type. And He wants all of us to enjoy and to be happy and to feel good and, to, and so on and so forth. But that's not how this could happen. That's not how the ultimate good for you can happen. But you think would be good for you. But the Baruch Shalom knows that you have to go through what you need and what's good for you. That's exactly the choice that He made for you at that moment. Once a person has drawn this deeply into his heart, then call Then anything that happens to the person along his path in life, gracious and then goes. To begin with, he's not going to get angry. He won't lose his temper. Not even that, more than that. Not only will he not be angry, he could be happy. He rejoices. That there's such a 
concept, there's such a possibility that a person rejoices in his suffering. What's that? The only way that a person can rejoice is not because he in, enjoys it, it's not fun to suffer. It's only because he has a billion percent belief, trust, confidence, and he feels that. That this is the greatest sign of Hashem's love, and everything he's doing for me is Latayv. And, and with that, a person can even rejoice, be served. This comes from recognizing. Who is the one who brought this upon me? Who's causing this? And why did he cause why did he cause this to happen to me? When a person thinks about this and he feels it with all of his heart, then there's no place for kas. And then it's not so strange to make him Yisrub. How can a person be happy with his Yisrub with his suffering? As long as the jo- as long as joy does not fill the person's heart, how much more so? How much more so? The person is is even angry at something that's going bad in his life. It's going wrong. And It must be the only reason that he could be lacking in joy or angry. It's because his emuna is not yet clear and refined. His amun has not been perfected. That's the only reason he could feel this way. Not feel joy and be angry. This is our work in life. To take this very much to heart. First, think very deeply about this. And speak about it. Say the words. To repeat and to say over and over and over again. Mamish, to say the words out loud. Again and again. To say to Hashem, I know that you are the one who right now has stopped my car. And you add in things and say, to my father. Tyra, precious Zisa, Tyra, Tata, my precious father. I know it's only you. It's you. Oviata, you're my father. And only you could stop the car. And only you sent a malach in my way. Only you. And on your dash, I have a And I know that you love me. I know that because you love me and you're incapable of making a mistake that what happened to me right now is totally, completely for my good. <coughs> help me. Help me to feel this. Not just to say the words. Help me to feel this inside my heart. Help me to feel this. And a person repeats thousands of times. Thousands of times. This is how we have to live, saying thousands of times. Faf Yetzal came more. Until you begin to mamish feel it in the depths of your heart. And after nafal adam v'kaz, and let's say it, you lost it. Let's say it happened. You had a feeling. You slipped, and you got angry. Don't get all worked up and upset and angry because you are angry. Someone had a canal. Just start working on the amuna again, again. 
I'll say, I'll say from thousands and thousands of times, thinking and feeling and saying it again and again and again. You don't just wait until something, God forbid, bad happens. Like, we, like we're learning until now. When, when a regular day, good things. I want to thank you for this. I want to thank you. I want to thank you again for this that you've given me. And, I want, and, and, and can you help me to find what I need to find in this store? All of that way of living. And, certainly, and, 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 and then you'll be able to, to say those things when something happens that's, that's not, that's not uh, comfortable. And you drive this deeper and deeper into your heart. Without let up, without stopping. You're not, you don't give up, you're not Messiah, you don't let any setbacks, even though today you lost your temper, you start again. Right afterwards, you start again. And you don't, you don't, you don't give up because of some setbacks. Because you and if you keep on doing this, despite your failures and setbacks, if you persevere with this, and you don't let the setbacks and you don't let the mistakes or the problems, you know that you that that, that, that you, the slip ups, if you don't let them get to you. And get you depressed and upset. Then certainly, certainly Hashem will help you. Look nice to acquire pure faith in your heart. Just one more paragraph. Until now, we're talking about something bad that happens to you, like a tire, flat tire, something where there's no person that did something to you. Just something happened with a thing, with a car, whatever, with an animal. There's a much, obviously, much more difficult. The second part of this is much, much, much more difficult. That's when somebody did some about bechir. Somebody who has free choice made a choice to hurt you, made a choice to, to insult you, made a choice to humiliate you, or to 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 ruin, God forbid, your life somehow. Someone that caused you to get angry, it's a person, a person of free choice. We already learned this is much harder. Because when it's a tire or a car or something like that or an animal, but there's no person who's a babuchira, there's no person who made the choice to go and to, and, and, and to cause you some problem or harm, then and it, then it, it's very, it's much easier to know that it's ridiculous to get angry at a stone that fell upon you, a galgal from the scalpel, or a flat tire. And a maskil ha'odam, a person can can understand. When it comes to the flat tire, it's not so hard for them to understand it. If Hashem stopped the car. Somebody's blocking your driveway, right? Somebody went. And made the choice to, to park his car right in front of my car. Just parked right in front of my car. And I got to get here, I got to do this, I got to do that. I have to save the whole world, you know. And this person is blocking my car. Just parked right across my driveway. Or double parked. You come out and the guy's double parked. And, you know? I had this, I had this in Chasna two weeks ago. So I was in Williamsburg. And I, and I, and I came out to my car. And 
and there were cars like all around, double parked. <laughs> I just looked at the situation, and I and I really I was expected to be at another simcha to to try to come for a simcha with the people. Were, were asked me many times to try to come on time, and I had to run from one house to the next. And I looked at this situation here, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe they're at the chasna. Where am I going to get these people? Like, you know, it's like four cars over there. I, there wasn't like a way to, you know. So in the end, there was an exit. In the end, I, I, I drove on the sidewalk. And, and, and you know what's beautiful about Leesburg is is that when you're turning the corner. On the sidewalk, and they're, they're like six chassidim walking there. They don't even... <laughs> just move over a little bit. Like, if you do that in Queens or someplace here, the, they scream and yell and call the police. But the chassidim just like... Just moved over, and he just drove on the sidewalk. But, you know, these kind of situations where there are bali bechira that parked their car, and you say, well, what are you thinking? How do you leave your car like that? What are you thinking? What if I had to get, what if I had to, get to a doctor? What if I had to go somewhere? What are you, what are you thinking? Right? And there's a Baal These are people who say, well, they, made sh- they made a choice. I'm going to leave my car and block somebody and he'll worry about it. So he tried to be down the couch. Maybe he had an emergency. Maybe he didn't know to do But then he said, nah. They <laughs> <laughs> cars. I don't <laughs> Unless, you know, he really you know, needed that spare room very badly or something. But what's the, what's the emergency, you know? <laughs> so... So, you know, you try the down the Katschus thing, but it's not going, you know. You see, it's like, this doesn't look so good over here. Somebody's just, somebody did a terrible thing. They left the car like that. And I can't go, I can't go anywhere. So, Kasha Adam, Kasha Minia, Ulam Kasha Minia Lakas, who Adam, so Sham Nirla Adam, Shekavan, Shekhavero Balbukhira, in that situation, you, you go. You can get crazy. You say, this guy made the choice to leave his car like that. That's why my car, my car can't go. Not because of a tire or a nail, because it's like a human being. Not only that, a yid. He made a decision to put his car like this. So that you say that Hashem didn't make him. He has free choice. Hashem didn't make him put the car there. <laughs> As I have been it's very hard not to get angry. That he made a choice. And there's there's another Nakudi here that besides that, that 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 you know he's we need he needs to you know we're going to explain this much more how this works. He's going to explain this much more. But there's another Nakudi here that that he that he explains. That we're going to talk about Mitzvah next time, uh, much more. That whenever there's another person involved in something, but the teva, it's naturally going to be there's going to be more friction when there's somebody when there's another human being that's in the parish. And we'll we'll do this next time. He brings a ma'aseh in the next paragraph from the base I just said outside that that there was a there was a, a ma'aseh with the base that that there was a yid, there was a Jew that came to him with a shiloh on an animal. We'll, we'll read it inside next time. Let me say it to you outside. There's a shy on an animal, whether it's kosher or it's not kosher. Right? So the person brought to the, brought to the base of Levi his animal, the chicken, whatever, to show the animal. And the base of Levi looked at him and he said, that's not kosher. And the guy was very, you know, he accepted the, the, the rug, Paskin, and he accepted the psalm. The same guy came back. There was a different mice where he had uh, um, a, a, a disagreement with somebody on a, on a money matter. And, and they came to the base of Levi and the base of Levi, Paskin, that the guy owes him the money. The same guy that was okay with the animal being declared not kosher, he said, the situation, the basically, he said, with the money, 
costs less than the than the chicken, costs less than the cow, whatever that was treif, right? But but in the second case with the money, the guy got angry. He was upset that the basic the rope passed him against. Why? The cow costs more money than 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 the than the, than the business that he had with the second guy with the money, because whenever there's another person involved, it's 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 a stuck, right? He got the money, not me. <laughs> Yeah. A cow, what am I going to do? It has a punctured lung. No. So, <laughs> the rub said, it's not kosher, it's not kosher. But, but the money, he, has my, he got my money. I should have gotten that money. Yeah, there's always this feeling of like a taina. When there's somebody else, then there's always a, 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 there's a feeling of, of an injustice. And there, it's very, very easy to lose your temper, to get angry. But that's only if a person is not living with the amun of the, even even when it comes to the things with another person, when the person is going in the amun mamish. So even though that person is a balbuchira and that guy decides to park his car in the wrong place and be inconsiderate, that's his inyan with Hashem. But that but that it happened that there's a car that's blocking your path. That's totally from Hashem. That's completely from Hashem. That there's somebody that's standing in the way. That's not because of this guy. This guy couldn't block you if Hashem didn't want your car to be blocked. There's nothing in the world that he could have done to block your car. He could have left the wedding. He could have left his car saying, I'm going to, I want, there's nothing that I want more in this world than to block this Jew's car. And that's all I want to do in my whole life is to block this guy's car. And he wouldn't have been able to do it if Hashem said, no, you're not. He couldn't do it. You can't block a car. The Rosham said, you can't. If the Rosham says, you're not going to do it. Even this guy says, I'm going to block his car. Rosham he's not blocking the car. And then he'll block a car that might look like your car, but it's not your car. Because you can't. It's not possible. So it's only Hashem. Right? But it's much, much, much harder. And it requires a bigger madreg of Amunah to be able to be strong when it comes to that kind of thing. Which we'll talk about in Hashem next time. Sure you take it personally. That's what we said with the base of life. You take it very personally.